um, I, I, I actually started getting shunned. And I'm like, okay, you know, you, you act like I kicked your puppy. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's not that bad. Welcome to 33 Tangents, a roundtable discussion covering a wide variety of topics from digital analytics to working remotely to current happenings in business and technology. Your hosts, Jason Thompson, John Moran, Jen Coons, and myself, Jim Driscoll, all live in different areas of the world, but work together in the same company. Our regular day-to-day conversations often go off in various directions, and the goal of this podcast is to share our ideas and find new ways to engage with others. So what's going on? You're rocking the beard there. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? <laughs> the word on the street is that uh, I'm growing it out because Evan um, decided he's growing a beard out, and I honestly think it's the other way around it's because I have mine going. the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wasn't he just asking um, for advice of how to trim it and groom it and stuff? Yeah. You YouTube. The content on YouTube is absolutely phenomenal, and um, I don't know how I, I I tend to go on these like wild like what would you call it uh, adventures where I start with one video and then there's recommended videos and they're usually within like the same type of genre but then there's one that's a little off and you click on that and before you know it you're an hour in and you started out watching like tutorials on how to do sleight of hand card magic and then you're mm-hmm. on something an hour later which <laughs> is how to tr- how to shape your beard and i'm like how did i get here right. but somehow i somehow i got there and i was watching these tutorials on how to like shape and grow the your beard and i've like i'm like i've been doing it wrong for like 20 years i've been i've been like shaving it just on the jawline because it helps frame my face because i have a fat face and it makes it look skinnier <laughs> And, and apparently you can't, you need a base, so you need to trim it down, you know, you need to let it kind of grow down lower so you have, so I'm like, all right, I got to at least try that. So Nice. Well, there you go. You should send yeah, links to, know, I, to uh, Evan I, I, for sure. Yeah, I've been doing the same thing for years, and I typically grow out the beard in October, like September, October when it starts to get cold. Um, so I am going to have to keep that in mind when I start to let it grow out. Yeah. I don't yeah. have any. I don't have any beard stories. So. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, then maybe we should shift to the uh, prime topic. Although, we could do a whole episode. Hila, you remember back at, at Spark Networks when um, Dave Bennett and I did the um, Whiskerino? Yeah, that's in November. No, no, that's the. No, that was that was the mustache one. Yeah. Um, so there was this thing called Whiskerino, and I can't remember how many months it was, but it, it was such a cool concept. Um, and Jed, um, Jed, what was his last name? Wells. Jed Wells, such a creative genius, um, participated as well, and I think maybe a few others. So, um, but it was you know this worldwide this worldwide group, and everyone day one shaved clean, and then you just let it go. And then you took pictures of, of the beard growth. But 
it was not just pictures. Like there were themes of certain, like certain weeks had a certain theme, and people would get super, super creative of how they took photos of their their beards. I should go and see if there maybe on the Wayback Machine or something. There's some some links oh, sure to the archives is. when <laughs> when we did that, but that was super fun. That was super fun. All right, I didn't. I didn't expect to be talking about uh, beard stories today. No, it's 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 a fun, fun thing to get us started, and really, I don't. It, it unfortunately this time it really doesn't give me much of a segue. So you kind of stump <laughs> me when it comes to coming up with a segue for our topic. How about have you ever been? Have you ever left the job because they wouldn't let you grow a full beard? And how did that? How did they well, treat you when you did that? Well, I didn't leave the job. But my summer internship was with a minor league baseball team. Oh, we know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, have some, <laughs> you have some of the pictures. <laughs> I, and chances are, by the time we're done recording this, a tweet will have gone out with me in the costume. Um, surf? But surf? What was the it? Atlantic City Surf? Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've I've got some some fun stories there. But um, the general manager. You know, he, uh, he he wanted the staff, like, clean-shaven, trimmed hair, everything. Like, no long hair, no facial hair, nothing. So, of course, I'm, I'm a 20-year-old college student, so there's times I'm just rolling out of bed and I don't shave, so I've got a little bit of scruff and, you know, Driscoll, sh- shave that. Or, <laughs> you know, I'm also living away from home, so I'm just kind of letting my hair grow out a bit. And, you know, like, I, I get crap for, like, not having it trimmed up. And I'm like, okay, like... It's not like I've got this unkempt mane, you know, and, and I'm out in front of people. It's just a little bit longer than normal or, okay, so I've got a bit of facial hair. Like, I, it, I, I just never understood it. But ultimately, my, my time came to an end there. It was just like a three-month summer internship. Your, your future as a sports mascot never for really formalized, but you had a lot of potential. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> We will, we're going to have to link that up. I, I've linked it in at least one other podcast show notes where we have the picture of, of you in the, uh, the, the costume. Outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And a buddy of mine gets a kick out of it every time you share that on Facebook and tag me in it. <laughs> it's uh, so good. Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, I mean, definitely some stories from there. But, um, you know, t- today's episode, um, the topic may come a little too soon, but I still think it's it's good. You know, maybe it will give us a good, you know, some a good emotional reaction to it. You know, I, w- I want to talk about, you know, when an employee decides to move on. So, you know, at this point, you know, people, people know John Narong, uh, you know, was presented with an opportunity in, in Thailand you know, one that he, he couldn't turn down. So, unfortunately, he's no longer with 33 Sticks. But, you know, again, we, we wish him all the best with the opportunity. And we're, we're still going to have him on from time to time. I think it would be great, you know, topics in the future with him. Um, but, I mean, I think it's still very, very recent in, in all of our minds. And, you know, it, it, it's it's emotional, especially when you have a close-knit group like, like, like we have. Um, and, you know, it's... If you think about it too, if you extrapolate it beyond us, you know, in previous episodes we've talked about how the average tenure in the digital analytics space is about 18 months. Um, so that means, as an employer, as a hiring manager, you're bound to have times when an employee decides to move on, 
and your reaction to it makes all the difference. Um, you know, I know I've gotten various different reactions when I've decided to, to, to move on to a new opportunity. So I guess like, let's dive into this from a couple different areas. You know, let's talk about some of the reactions we've gotten maybe in other points of our career where we've given notice, as well as you know, when we've gotten notice, like how, how we reacted. So did you specifically plan this episode for this week? Because it's like a double gut punch because I woke up this morning with a LinkedIn alert that John had updated his LinkedIn profile. I'm like, oh, damn it. I'm well, I, I mean, I, I wanted to get it like, <laughs> while the, the feeling was still fresh. Yeah. Not gonna lie, no, I no, did it's, all, it's good. I, no, it's, I, I, it's I did good time timing. it that way. No, no, no it's... It's, uh, it's good timing. Um, so who's going to start and jump in? But why why is Hila not on camera, though? That's the other... I had good intentions, and then I started making breakfast, and then I wasn't ready for camera. All right. Uh, so, Jim, do you want to you want to jump in with with your experience? Yeah, I mean, I've had a couple different experiences over uh, over my career as far as like you know the, the you know let, let's start with like giving notice because I think that sometimes really sh- you know the reaction we get shapes how we look to to, to treat it. Um, I remember the, the, this one organization where I was there for, for, that was a short period of time, but, um, you know, when, when I gave notice, like my immediate manager was like, I knew you weren't long for here. You know, th- 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 this place is probably not where you're going to be, but there were a couple other of her peers that, like, I almost became shunned. <laughs> um, I, I, I actually started getting shunned, and I'm like, okay, you know, you, you act like I kicked your puppy. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not that bad. Um, so, so there was that, um, I mean, most of them have usually been positive and it's the, you know, like a lot of times I've moved on just, you know, for, for a new opportunity, but that one in particular definitely sticks out just because I felt like I, it, yeah, I just keep going back to like feeling like shunned, like you're leaving us. So we're just not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. Um, and the, the arc of employment is is really interesting uh, because you, you've got this upfront when you're you're trying to recruit people to the company and you put on your very best face, right? And, and, and maybe even over the top, maybe not lying, but stretching the truth of, of the reality. And, and people are so accustomed to that. And, and maybe that's a, a future episode. Um, and just because it's kind of fresh in in my mind, I, I get a text um, from Bryant maybe once a week where he says something like, "All right, I'm still waiting for the bait and switch," you know, because we've been so conditioned to that 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 companies kind of put out this really good face as far as what you're getting into. Then there's the reality of it, um, you know, after the honeymoon period ends, um, and then you know, almost exclusively, you have this really really nasty breakup at the end. Um, and you know, I, I think we've maybe all, I've had that for sure. Um, I've had some good ones, but it's, it's this weird human nature where we take it so personally and it's business all throughout. And then all of a sudden it's this breakup that is absolutely personal and we try to make it as personal as, as possible. And, you know, when I left, um, 
when I left Omniture, it was it was really really challenging. And I and I and I should say overall, it was a very positive experience, but it was not easy. Um, you know, and not that I was any kind of a linchpin or critical piece to to the Omniture team, but um, over the two weeks before I left uh, to join Spark Networks, where I ultimately crossed paths with Hila, um, it was really, really hard because I was pulled into all these meetings and I was kind of given the talk of like, you know, what are you doing? This isn't, you know, best. Like, you know, is it more money? We'll give you more money. We'll do this. We'll do that. And, you know, it, it was really, really challenging. But thankfully, it never got got nasty um, where it was an, a, an attack on a personal level, but it was still really challenging because it, it, they did make it feel personal. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're leaving your friends, you're, you know, you're leaving us behind. That's not, that's not cool. Um, and that's, that's really difficult to, to deal with, but ultimately, um, and I think my final kind of set of interviews were, were with, um, my, my direct boss at the time, um, Basam, uh, who, is, is building a company here in, in Park City. And he was just, he was awesome. And he and he said something that I think kind of stuck with me and kind of helped informed how we treated John's departure, where he said, you know, we I'm not going to lie, we are super sad to, to see you go. You know, we love having you part of the team, but we know that this isn't a breakup. We know that this isn't you hating Omniture and the people on the team and in fact we know that you're going to go out and do great things that ultimately is is going to going to have a very very positive impact on on us um and that really meant a lot to me that that he would say that and and again i took that with with heart and um i kind of made a mental note that if i was ever in in basam's position that you know i wanted to be as classy and stand up as he was um if if i had employees leaving leaving my team so ultimately ended up ended up being a really really good experience yeah it's it's funny you, you mentioned bryant because you want to talk about timing he and i were just talking a little while ago and and he mentioned that that, that same thing as well like he's like yeah every couple of days i start to wonder like when uh when's the other shoe going to drop is is it you know, when's the bait and switch coming? Yeah, and it's just, you know, again, we've been conditioned that that's the arc of employment, where you're treated like royalty up front, there's the reality of it, which is the work, and then you have this, you know, breakup at, at the end. And so, you know, he's kind of waiting for that that reality to kick in. But I think one of the things that we've gone out of our way to foster is just being completely upfront and transparent and saying, this is who we are. This is what it is. And when you get in there, that's going to be no different. And not only that, it's going to be no different when you, when you leave, you know, and, and hopefully we kind of helped proof that out with, with John leaving. I'm not going to lie. It was, is very difficult. I mean, we all, we all miss working with him. He's a phenomenal talent. We love having him on the team, but you know, ultimately, you know, people are, are going to go off in, in different directions and, um, you know, having that that same kind of um, tie throughout the experience, whether it's trying to win new employees coming in, treating how you treat them during their employment, and then treating them at the end, um, it just seems like the right way to do things. But uh, again, I think when you get human emotion involved, a, a lot of times we we end up again take it personally, and unfortunately, that sometimes comes out in in very ugly ways. Thankfully, not not in our case this time, or hopefully ever. <laughs> so, 
you know, when John, you know, um, you know, approached you about this, what, what was your like immediate reaction? Like, um, you know, internally and then how did that manifest externally? Um, I was hurt. Um, it made me a little sick to my stomach, <laughs> you know, um, my, my natural reaction was, um, you know, did we, did we do something wrong? But, you know, John was very upfront, um, and, and transparent in his journey and, and really talking through it with a great deal of respect for what we're doing and what we're building out. So that helped. And again, I had to remember that, um, you know, I, I wanted to go back and I, I think I've mentioned it on previous podcasts where my, my very first job out of college, I got to a point where it was extremely depressing. I hated what I did. Uh, I didn't want to work in corporate anymore. And my way of coping was keeping a notebook of here's all the things that if I ever had the chance to run a company that I would do differently. And, you know, how you treat employees was was high up on that that list. And I had to remember, you know, this is an opportunity to walk what we talk. And, you know, we've Mm -hmm. talked a lot about. In fact, you know, that was actually part of the conversation with John. He said, "Um, this is really weird because like two weeks ago you posted something on LinkedIn about how you should treat an employee that leaves the company. Um, Did and, and, and I was, you know, at the time, you know, accepting this other position um it's like you almost knew and i'm like dude i had no idea um but he's like now we're in that scenario you know Mm -hmm. where you're you're gonna have to actually walk the walk of of what you've been you've been talking about and so again you know you, you hate to see that happen um but you you understand it and and ultimately you know you can you can talk all you want you know, you can write all these thought leadership posts all you want, but really what it comes down to is how do you execute on it? And do you actually do what you say you're, you're going to do? And, you know, that's what we did in John's case. And I, and I think overall it was a very, very positive experience for everybody involved. When, um, when I talked to John, it was actually before John uh, told Jason. So he, he kind of, we chatted first and, uh, my, my immediate reaction was like, oh no, take it back, take it back. Um, but then we started going, well, we, we chatted about it and, and everything. And I think it was, um, not to speak for him, but I think, you know, it was kind of, it wasn't an easy thing for him to, you know, to communicate that and, you know, we're, we're kind of like a family and we're, we've worked before together. So it was a very unique um, situation for him to, uh, this is the second time, I almost want to say third, but it's the second time that we work together for sure as a team. And um, so it wasn't, it wasn't lightly that, you know, he, you know, coming into this conversation to, to let me know. But then shortly after that, we went into like planning mode of how we're going to tell Jason and uh, kind of hypothesizing like what his reaction would be and then going back to planning and you know you know should, should so he what 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 were what were the thoughts on what my reaction was going to be uh, we didn't know it was just kind of an unknown and we didn't know if you're going to be upset or <laughs> no um not upset in like a, a, a bad way but just just the hesitation that uh you know like wow, we've been on this journey together. And, you know, John has been with us 
since, you know, a very early part of 33 Sticks. And we're six Absolutely. years in. Uh, he's been here for the majority of that time, just like you have, Jim. Um, and so it's uh, it's very personal. It's very kind of like, wow, how do I how do I explain the thought process that has gone through in the last couple of months to get here to make a decision to leave? How do I translate that to, you know, uh, to to Jason, to Hila? So I think it was kind of a big deal. And uh, we, yeah. were, we were mostly joking about it, but then we really decided, because I guess that it was more of a question of like, uh, sh should we go into it together uh, or should he just talk to you directly? And I. I think we we recommended to just have a personal conversation with you uh, directly, which is what he did. Um, Understood. Yeah. Well, yeah, and 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 I think it, it worked out well. And one of the other things, like Jim, you and I have talked about it. You know, using the the sports um, analogy is that even going back to where I had people responsibilities, but it ultimately wasn't my company. I, I, I looked at it as the, the whole coaching tree analogy where, you know, you have certain coaches that have become very influential across many, many teams and organizations where they've brought up talent. They've really mentored them and got them to a place where they could go off and own their, their own thing. And they, they really take a lot of pride in that. And, you know, I, I, the one that comes to mind to me the most is Steve Walsh uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. If you look at the coaches that have come out of his lineage, it's it's absolutely amazing. I'm like, that's so cool. You know, I would love to have something like that. So even back before, you know, I had my, my own company, I, I looked at that when I had people management responsibilities. And, uh, you know, that's very much in the back of my mind. And when when the situation with John arose, that was that was there. And it's a it's a decision you make that am I going to make this a positive or am I going to make this, you know, ultimately a negative? Um, and, and I, I guess there's something in between where most, most people leaving is seen as a neutral. Um, and, and what I wanted to do is have it be very positive so that as, as John goes out, he takes the, the lessons he learned at 33 sticks and the culture and the way of looking at work and life and, um, takes that and, and helps instill that in another company and, and kind of helps expand our brand and our vision. I think that's a really, really cool thing. And I, I crave that much more than creating a very negative where I treat an employee very badly that's leaving. They're absolutely going to go out and spread that message. Right. And eventually that's going to permeate the market. And people are like, Ugh, don't know that I want to go work for 33 sticks because Jason was a real asshole to John when he left, <laughs> you know, so uh, you have to think about those things. Those decisions you make as employees uh, are leaving have a very real impact. And I think fortunately for, for me, it um, the decision weighs really, really heavily because it's not just a job for me. This is this is our company. And it's you know, I take it very, very personally. So for me, maybe the decision's easier to treat employees the right way. Um, but you have to think about that even as a people manager, it, not only do you not, not only do you represent the business and if you're treating employees poorly when they leave, it's going to reflect poorly on the business, um, but it reflects on you. So as you go on to your next job, you know, you're going to start to develop that reputation of, I don't know if I want to work for Jason as a boss. You know, I've heard some, some pretty nasty things um, out there. So it's not something to take lightly if you're in that position to impact the experience of, of employees as they're exiting um, the company that you're you're at. Yeah, and this could be a completely just 
biased view of it, or maybe it's just it, it, it's not you know not necessarily accurate. But it feels like you you feel more of those negative stories than the the positive stories. You know where the 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 the, uh, the person leaving got a very negative personal response. Yeah. Um, what do you think, like, in the in those cases where there is a negative response to it, the person, you know, who, who's, who's responding that way, the, the, the hiring manager, what make, what would cause them to take it so, so personally that, you know, they, they, they would react maybe out of anger, out of frustration? You know, it, it depends. Um, but I, again, I think it comes down to just natural human um, emotion. And um, whether it's our company or not, whether we're, you know, been tasked with building out a team and we have direct responsibility for, for people, we, we take that very, very personally. And um, it's, you know, we, we've grown out this relationship and when someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about or I'm taking another opportunity, rather than the initial reaction being, one where we can sit down and think about it in terms of okay you know how does this impact the business how do we do a proper transition the immediate response um is is very emotional very personal that it's a reflection on us that we're being we're being dumped we're the loser in the relationship and that's really really hard and when when you get kind of thrown in that position unless you're ready for it Unless you already have a framework for how you're you're going to deal with it, I think a lot of times your reaction is to be angry, to be upset, and 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 to lash out because you you feel hurt, and I think that's understandable, right? Like we we don't want to be dumped, you know, we don't want to feel like we're we're the loser. Someone's telling us, you know, it's it's you, you know, um, that's hard, and 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 so if again if you don't have a plan for how you want to deal with those scenarios um a lot of times the um the default position is to react in a very reactionary negative way of feeling hurt and which again is completely understandable you know it it hurt when john left i it did it hurt it hurt me but um you know fortunately we had thought through those scenarios and had a plan it was just a matter of now can we can we execute on that um but again if you don't have a plan the default often is is very white hot emotion, and oftentimes that doesn't really um, reflect who we are, um, but but does come out. Yeah, and I think there's different stages uh, that I think the employer kind of goes through, or the team even goes through, where like it's denial or you know and anger and then trying to convince and maybe some companies are like a little threatening like wait a minute you actually can't work for a competitor and you know they look for you know um negative things and and then i think at at the end of each of those periods you know if if people typically give a two weeks notice when they're leaving I think at the very end, no matter what, is the realization that it's actually happening and we better scramble to do transition uh, of whatever is needed at the last minute. It's unfortunate that that's how it plays out most of the time. Uh, I've seen it, I've seen it, you know, very rarely, but it does happen where like immediately they go into transition mode and it's very efficient. But 
mostly it's kind of like, okay, let's see how we feel about it. Let's talk about it more. Let's tell all the layers of management and, and see what they say. And then, you know, and then let's recognize yeah. that it's and, actually happening. <laughs> so. And you bring up a really good point um, that I hadn't thought about. But, I, I, you know, I think part of it is that when it comes to it, it, it's such a contrast. And I'm going to go back to this kind of employment arc where when we're, we're trying to win a new um, employee to join us, it's very personal. We want them to feel loved and accepted and the emotion of it. And we might get about like, this is why we're such a cool company, why you want to be here. It's very, it's okay to have that emotion so clear and present. But you look at the end, the bookend of the journey where they're leaving the company and it's no longer okay to be, to have that emotion. And it's just very clinical, you know, okay, we have this HR process. You go through this HR process, you do this. And it's like, why are we denying the fact that there, there is emotion involved here and, and can we leverage that to have a much better transition? Um, and the, the, the danger of, of kind of going down that clinical route, you know, you brought up something he lot around, you know, well, let's pull the agreements and see if they violated anything, you know, that again, that's, that's just coming back to the fact that people feel hurt and we don't have a way of dealing with, with our emotions in a positive way. Uh, and I think a big part of it is accepting that everything we do is emotional and it's okay. You know, we don't need to be these robotic corporate clones where we just go, it's okay to have, have feelings and, and think about how we address those in certain, um, work situations. And if you do, you're better able to handle things that, that may be very challenging, like an employee leaving. And if you don't, then again, you, you, you dismiss that you have these emotions, but they come out almost over the top and whether it's just direct emotion or leveraging things like um, the clinical legal HR way of leaving the company, you know, we, we may convince ourselves that we're looking at agreements um, to protect quote the company, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it's probably bullshit. You know, there's, there's no harm to be done and we're really using it as a way to feel better about ourselves. It's like, you know, if we can exact a little bit of revenge, then we'll feel better that, you know, we got the upper hand again, if it's a breakup, we, we have to, you know, well, you know, here's your box of stuff. You take it, but I'm keeping this and I'm going to win, <laughs> you know, and it, it should, it shouldn't be looked at as a win and a loss. Right. And, and if we go back to the coaching tree analogy, if we're looking at it as a win and a loss, then we're, we're always going to lose. But if we look at it as a positive and we're sending someone out into the world in a very positive way to continue to spread our message and our culture and our way of doing business. And, you know, ultimately who knows where that leads up? Do they end up referring business back to us? Do they end up referring really great people to come work for us? You can't do that if you're looking at the end of a relationship as a breakup with winners and losers, because you know, you're, you're just not going to have that, um, that feel good connection to want to do something valuable. Um, after that relationship is in and maybe and maybe that maybe that gets fixed over time as you you patch things up on a personal level but man that's an uphill battle yeah and, and to be fair I think for some companies and um, you know some contributors are, are major contributors so it is an actual um, produces an actual gap and a pain for the company and sometimes puts at risk a critical component within a company, depending on the, the size or the dynamics. Um, 
So it's a very, you know, um, understandable reaction to kind of freak out a little bit. I mean, two weeks is not much to realign resources. It takes a long time to yeah. find the right people and, you know, to get, get them in the right, you know, positions to be successful in the first place. And so when somebody leaves, it produces like an immediate gap that is really, really hard to um, kind of think through how to, how to close that gap or how to identify another person that would, you know, no, yeah. automatically know it, it, all the things, and <laughs> it, it's, it's true. But on the on the flip side, on the flip side, how valuable is it to waste that two weeks oh, trying sure. to convince someone to stay where they've already made the decision? For sure, you know, they're just you're just kind of wasting your time of like trying to court them back. They they've already made the for decision, sure. but we waste all that time trying to say, you know what, I'm I'm not believing what you're saying, and I'm going to try to convince you to change your mind. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you know how how valuable is it to um to just be a jerk um during that like none of those things have have value so while i i don't want to discredit the fact that it is hard um and sometimes it does put a company in a very uh, precarious situation um we we still have to find a way to think positive and logical about it otherwise ultimately the end state's going to be the same and if we if we can't focus on um trying to make it a very positive experience we end up losing anyway so what's the point yeah. i mean we may feel better in the moment but it's not gonna agreed work long term right agreed agreed um and actually that kind of leads into to my next question so continuing to use this uh, as an example did you at any point consider like making a counter offer convincing john to stay did you know did you have any of those thoughts or even conversations around it no no i mean okay. I, 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 as as much as i would much rather have him here today and on this podcast um i trust john i i trust that the only the only thing i questioned was is there something fundamentally wrong with what we did did we do something negative if so, then I want to be able to address that. But in general, I, I trust our employees are making very smart, informed decisions on what is, is good for, for them. And it's not my place to try to undermine that. Um, I have I, I care too much about our employees to, to do that. And if John has made a decision that at this point in his career, this is what's best for him, I have to trust that he's making the right decision and the only position I can take is to to support him in that. And so for me to go at him and try to get him to second guess it, to maybe throw more money at him, to do something, I think would be completely unfair of me to to do that. And again, while that may be what my inst natural instinct is, and it isn't, but it may be the natural instinct to do that. Um, for me, I, I just felt like that's that's the wrong thing to do. Um, and I want to be fully supportive of, of him. So no, it never, it never crossed my mind to try to talk him out of it, to listen to his reasoning and reverse engineer it and debate him on it, to throw more money or perks or something at him to get him to stay. I, I trusted he was making the right decision and, and I supported him in that. Yep. And, and the reason I ask is that tends to be the other major reaction someone gets when they 
when they give notice that they're 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 moving on. It's the well, wait, 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 wait. Let's see if we could do something for you. You know, here here's more money. Here's this. Here's that. And you know, from an employee perspective, time and time again, that usually does not work out um, because if they're trying to woo you with more money, a lot yeah. of times that's just a temporary band aid. And the real reason you decided to move on, um, you know, eventually comes back up again. Yeah, and I, I've rarely seen it work out. And in fact, I've I've seen it create a lot of negativity. And being on the other side of that coin, where um, the management team has offered perks, money, whatever, and it's been accepted, I will tell you that oftentimes there's a very, very negative connotation to that. That you felt like you were you were trapped and you were forced to do something, and now you're you're mad about that. You know, so after mm -hmm. the kind of um, rush of the wind that you were able to save this employee wears off, there's there's anger, and you're like, you know, you you kind of hold it. There, people hold it against employees, and whether they're willing to admit it or not, that kind of hangs over their head. So you may have won the employee, but now maybe you're tougher on that employee. Maybe when quarterly reviews come around, you you start to you know mark them down, and it may be. It may be something where you're 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 actually trying to do that, but a lot of times I think it's subconscious. It seeps in. So, you know, I've just never see, not to say that that hasn't worked out in the past. I'm sure there are examples where it's it's worked out, but um, by and large, the experiences that I've been exposed to, it hasn't worked out long term. And eventually, the employee ends up leaving anyway after a a short period of time. So I have one final question for you both um, around this. So have you ever had a time where, and th this is going to be a controversial question, where you know, an employee gives notice and your, your, your internal reaction is, is like, yeah, this is probably a good thing for the both of us? Mm, I don't know. I don't think, hmm. I can't think of one. I, I can't think of one um, personally. So, no. What, a departure where it was a good decision for both the company and the person? For both sides. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, so someone gave notice and you're, you're pretty much like, yeah, this is probably a good thing that, that we part ways. Well, I mean, I had one. Um, they were probably, I'm not sure they were happy to see me go, but it was good timing for me to, to leave um so yeah i uh i can say that uh it, even though it was a good thing and they were kind of like just kind of said yeah okay that that makes sense because they knew i was ready for the next step and you know it wasn't a good fit for their culture for me to to stay and pursue what i really wanted to do i think they're reaction was be so you can imagine if i left somewhere and it was the culture wasn't good for me it was very corporate very very corporate mm -hmm. so one of the immediate reactions that i got when i gave notice there uh was oh you know who who pulled you into that new job because um one of their previous employees who was in a very prominent position um went to this other company that i was leaving for and so their immediate reaction was almost like a legal thing like oh did they poach you they weren't supposed to you know let's pull their legal documents to make sure like what did they do here 
and and it was not the case you know it was not the case so uh so it was interesting so even in the scenario where it was clearly the best for both sides for me to kind of move on to something that fits better and, and can make me more successful and just stay out of their way and their culture uh, this still, I think the, the nature of their culture being so corporate was to like, wait a minute, you know, is there some legal thing to pursue here? Uh, which is kind of unfortunate and very, very symbolic of the reason that it was time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and again, I, you know, I think, um, I, I don't know that there's been many where it's just been a, a mutual fit, but again, I want to go back to, for, for me, it's about how how you look at that as a, not an end, but a transition. And am I going to make a decision to have this positive or negative? Because it, just personally being on the employee side, um, man, I, I don't know. May, maybe Omniture was the only one. Um, and it wasn't great. Um, because again, I kind of had to go through the gauntlet of being made to feel bad and question whether I'm making the right decision. And so it wasn't ideal, but it was probably the best of all of them. Um, and the rest of them were on a, on a, on like a scale of absolutely horrific to pretty negative. And it's like, if, you know, if that stretches out over my 20 year career, and if that is, um, anything like what everyone else is facing, this sucks. Like is really everyone is is facing for the most part every time they leave is a very negative thing i don't i don't want to do that so you know maybe no for sure our impact is is very small we're a we're a, a small team and i don't know how much weight our our voice has um in the business world probably very little but if we can make even a small impact and and try to do things different um, to me, to me, that feels good. Um, and I'm sure there are people out there and I would love to hear stories of very positive experiences of, of making transitions, but you know, just personally mine were, I would say all negative on, on some degree. Um, and you know, I don't, I don't want to create that here. I, I would like as with many things we do to do the opposite of what I, I firsthand experienced in the corporate world. So that's all I got. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I think we, we, we've really kind of beaten this to death. Um, so I guess we could start to, you know, start, start to wrap up. So like, what are, what, what do you think are maybe some, some bits of advice, you know, for either an employee or an employer? Um, yeah, that you know, to, to make this more of a, a a positive thing, or less of a burdensome thing, because I know for when I was an employee, I mean, you know, the, the times I've decided to move on, like it was a nerve wracking thing leading up to that conversation. Yeah, um, you know, it's I, I think ultimately the onus is on on the 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 management side. It really shouldn't be on the employee side. Um, I think in most situations, employees are looking at things from a best interest standpoint and and oftentimes go out of their way to make sure transitions are, are smooth. Um, and it's oftentimes the employer management side that screw things up. And it's really the onus is, is on them to, to make the, this a, a positive experience. So 
I would say if you're in a, p a position of, of people management, that this is something that you really need to think about. This isn't something that to most people come not comes naturally. And again, if we're going to take our position as just being um, a natural reaction, unfortunately, oftentimes that is very negative, that it's a very emotional thing and we're negative and we're going to fight. And and so I my, my piece of advice would be if you're in a management position to um, to really think critically about how you would respond and how you respond and how you can make this a positive experience because again, not only does it reflect on the company you're representing, it reflects on you personally as a leader. And if you develop the reputation that um, you may treat your employees one way when they're there, but treat them another way on their way out, you know, that's gonna get out and it's gonna make it more and more difficult throughout your career to attract good people to, to work with you. Um, because you know, while we would love to have amazing people stay with us for forever, we have to be realistic that it's not the reality, and and so we have to figure out how to react in a better way when when people do leave, because it's going to have an impact on what we want to do, both in the near term, um, but I think the bigger impact is in the long term on what it has um, as far as an uh, impact on our ability to to do what we want to do. Nothing we do is alone. And so if we're constantly alienating smart and talented people, that's going to limit the pool of resources that we have available to to create amazing things in the future. So, um, you know, if you're in that position, you have a lot of responsibility to, to do it right. It, it shouldn't be put on the burden of the employee. I, I think nine times out of 10 employees leave the right way. It's it's management that screws it up. Yeah. Hila's just going to give me a yep. She's in agreement. I, so. I agree. Um, <laughs> with, and I'm glad this conversation didn't focus on kind of the negative examples where um, employers kind of tried to lash out. And uh, we talked about it a little bit, but you know i think that and there are and there are lots of them we could have we could have yeah. we could have just personally just shared our own personal ones and it could have taken up the whole time but i i think everyone probably has either firsthand or really close secondhand um knowledge of very negative things that happen so it doesn't really help to focus and just kind of reiterate those i think it's more important to focus on it can be done another way mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you know especially as we talk about how short the tenure can be. You know, we're, we're not talking about a space where someone stays in a job for 10 years or more. We're talking about people that move on every 18 to 24 months. So this is going to be a frequent conversation. And so, yeah, if, if it could be something where it could be done, if we could talk about how to do it gracefully, I think it, 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 it could be a positive. Yeah. Agreed. For sure. For sure. Great, great conversation. Again, I think timing is tough because it is still very fresh and raw with 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 John leaving. But I think it's a great time to to talk about it um, and, and talk about, uh, you know, the process that that we've gone through. And and again, I think ultimately, while we're all very sad that he's going off and doing something new, um, we're all very excited for him and, and really are supporting him and that's not just words um you know it's 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 truly how we we operate and i hope that um people are listening specifically people that have direct um people management um responsibilities and influence take something positive away from this that they they have a really unique opportunity to do things differently 
Um, and they may think their impact is small, but it, it definitely grows. The coaching tree grows and it's very real. So make make some wise decisions to, to grow that out in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. Very, very well said. Um, and yeah, we'll have John on in a couple of weeks. I'm curious to see how his uh, first yeah you know, f- first few weeks went at the new gig as as an expat. I think it's going to be uh, a really fun yeah. conversation. So we'll have him on in a few. Yeah, weeks. he definitely to make sure he can still record with us at least every once yeah. in a while for sure. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Yeah, that's the plan. So cool. Well, I All appreciate right. the time as always, and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up for now. Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks see you later. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so by emailing podcast at 33sticks.com or on the web at www.33sticks.com. The 33 Tangents podcast is a production of 33 Sticks.